Hurlbut's Bible Lessons for Boys and Girls, Questions and Answers on the Old Testament and the New Testament, comprising a complete course of study designed to carry one through the Old Testament in one year and through the New Testament in one year, by Jesse Lyman Hurlbut. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Preface This lesson book was prepared in order to meet a need realized in my own work as a pastor, a need which is felt by many pastors and workers among the young. In the home, Sunday school, and church are children of all ages from six to sixteen. It is found impracticable to give to all this varied company the same teaching. The lessons that are admirably adapted for boys and girls between ten and fifteen are utterly unsuited to the children between six and ten. Moreover, after looking carefully, I have not been able to find satisfactory lessons which can be taught to the young children, except by one especially trained for the work, and such instructions are hard to find. After various experiments, I adopted in my own teaching the following plan. We divided the children into two sections, the first section including all over nine years old, the second section all those under nine. I selected for twelve lessons twelve Bible stories following in succession, beginning with the story of Adam and Eve. On each of these stories I prepared a catechism of very simple questions and answers, and printed them by a duplicating process. After the opening of the children's hour, I told the story to all present in simple language, explaining that while the story was told to all, it was for the special benefit of the smaller children. But I noticed even the oldest boys and girls listened to it with interest equal to the youngest. After the Bible story and the singing of a hymn, the second section withdrew to another room. There the children were divided into classes and taught the questions and answers. A copy of the leaflet containing the questions and answers of the story for the day was given to each child to be taken home and reviewed by parents or the older members of the family. By separating the children into two grades, the older young people can receive instruction suited to their age, and the little ones are also provided for. So many pastors and others have requested copies of the leaflets containing the questions and answers that it has seemed desirable to publish them, and they are now completed upon the entire Bible story, and brought together in book form for the use of teachers of children. These lessons may be used in classes of the Sunday school by teachers who desire a more consecutive treatment of the Bible story than is given in the international Sunday school lessons, and by parents. There are many families where the story of the Bible has been read to the interest and profit of the children. Parents will find that these lessons will help to fix the important facts of the Bible story in the minds of the little ones. It will be seen that the questions and answers do not embrace all the stories in the book. A selection has been made of what seem to be the most important subjects, affording weekly lessons for one year, with the allowance for vacations in the Old Testament and another year in the New Testament, in the hope that these lessons may aid the children of today who are to be the men and women of tomorrow, to gain a definite knowledge of the Word of God, these lessons are sent forth. Jesse Lyman Hurlbut End of Preface Suggestions for Teaching 
1. Let the teacher in advance read over the questions and answers of the lesson, note their relation to the story as told in the story of the Bible, and to some extent fit the story to the lesson which is to be taught. Number 2. Tell the story or stories of the day's lesson to the children following the plan given in the book. Use very simple words and avoid all that are in any sense technical or above the mind of a child. 3. After telling the story for the day, the children may be divided into classes, and assistants may teach the questions and answers. But before the close of the session, it will be well to ask all the questions and have the answers given by the children. 4. In order to complete each course, in the Old Testament and in the New, within a year, it may be necessary to omit some of the lessons where classes take a vacation in the summer. To complete the course of each year in such classes, the reviews at the end of each series of lessons might be omitted, although they will be valuable as summaries of the important facts of the lesson. Some teachers might prefer to omit from the Old Testament lessons some of the following in order to complete the course in a year. Lesson 28. David and Absalom. 30. The Temple. 36. Elisha and Jonah. 38 and 39. The Kings of Judah. 44. Queen Esther. These are suggested for omission not because they are unimportant or uninteresting, but in case some lessons might be omitted. In order to complete the course in one year, in the New Testament lessons, the following might be omitted, if some must be. 16. The Mother's Prayer. 20. The Good Shepherd. 23. Jesus and the Children. 26. And 27. The Last Teachings. Old Testament Lessons. Part 1. From Adam to Moses. Lesson 1. The Beautiful Garden. Tell Story 1 in Hurlbut's Story of the Bible. To the Teacher. Under the title of each lesson, throughout these pages will be seen instructions to tell certain lessons with numbers. These numbered lessons and parts correspond with the numbered lessons and parts in Hurlbut's Story of the Bible. Let the teacher begin by asking, Who can tell us what is the first verse of the Bible? When hands are raised, call on three or four children to repeat the verse in turn. Then let all the class repeat it in concert. Explain what the verse means that God made the world and all things in it. Tell the story of the creation of the world, of the first man and the first woman, the Garden of Eden, and how Adam and Eve lost their home and were driven out. Then teach the class the answers to the following questions. At the close of the lesson, see that every young pupil is shown just where the questions and answers on the lesson are found. The answers should be reviewed by parents or older brothers and sisters until the child can repeat them thoroughly and can tell in his own language the story of the lesson. Questions and Answers 1. What is the first verse in the Bible? In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. 2. What does this mean? That God made all things. 3. In how many days does the Bible tell us that God made the world? In six days. 4. On what day did God rest from his work? On the seventh day. 5. Whom did God make as the first man? Adam. 
6. Who was the first woman? Eve. 7. What place did God give to Adam and Eve as their home? The Garden of Eden. 8. How long did Adam and Eve live in the beautiful garden? As long as they did what God told them to do. 9. What became of them when they did not obey God's word? They were driven out of the garden. Lesson 2. The Earliest People Tell Stories 2 and 3 To the Teacher 1. In the story of Cain and Abel, explain carefully what it is meant by an altar, and how in early times people came to God in prayer. With little children, use the word praying rather than worship, and gift to God or offering rather than sacrifice. 2. In the story of the great ship, explain what an ark was. Properly a chest or box, in this story a great ship, built not to sail fast, but to float on the water, and to hold a great amount. Perhaps it was made so large, not only to carry many animals and their food, but also very many people, if the people had been willing to be saved by it. 1. Who was the first child of Adam and Eve after they were sent out of the Garden of Eden? Cain. 2. What was the name of Cain's younger brother? Abel. 3. What wicked thing did Cain do when the two boys grew up to be men? He killed his brother Abel. 4. What does the Bible tell of the earliest people who were on the earth? They lived to be hundreds of years old. 5. Who lived the longest of any of those people? Methuselah, who lived more than 900 years. 6. Were those people who lived at that time good people? Nearly all of them were very wicked. 7. What good man lived in those times? Enoch, who walked with God. 8. What was the end of Enoch's life? He did not die, but God took him to himself. 9. What came upon the earth on account of the wickedness of its people? A great flood. 10. What good man with his family was saved from the flood? Noah, who built the ark. 11. On what mountain did Noah and his family leave the ark after the flood? On Mount Ararat. Lesson 3. Abram. Tell stories 4 and 5. It may be well to end the story for the present at the foot of page 52 and leave the story of Lot for the next lesson. 1. What was the name of the first large city built after the great flood? Babel, afterward called Babylon. 2. What happened to the people who were building a great tower in this city? They could not understand each other's speech. 3. What did these people of different languages do? They went away to different lands. 4. Who was Abram? A good man who prayed to God. 5. To what did all the other people of Abram's time pray? To gods of wood and stone. 6. What did God tell Abram to do? To go to a land far away. 7. What was God's promise to Abram? I will be with thee and bless thee. 8. To what land did Abram go, obeying God's word? To the land of Canaan. 9. How did Abram and his family live in the land of Canaan? In tents, moving from place to place.
10. What did Abram build when he set up his tent? An altar for prayer to God. Lesson 4. Abram and Lot. Begin at page 53 in story 5. Tell stories 6 and 8, omitting all of story 7, except to tell that Abram's name was changed to Abraham. 1. Who was Lot? He was Abram's nephew, who had first lived with Abram. 2. Where did Lot live, after he left his uncle Abram? Near the wicked city of Sodom. 3. What happened to Lot and his family at Sodom? They were carried away by enemies in war. 4. How was Lot saved from those enemies and brought back to his home? By Abram, who drove the enemies away. 5. What new name did God give to Abram? The name of Abraham. 6. Who came to visit Abraham in his tent? Angels from God. 7. What good news did they bring to Abraham? That he should have a son. 8. What prayer did Abraham make to God? That God would not destroy the wicked city of Sodom. 9. What did God promise to Abraham? To spare the city if he should find ten good men in it. 10. How many good men did the angels of the God find in Sodom? Only one, Lot. 11. What came upon Sodom and the cities near it after the angels sent Lot away? A rain of fire. Lesson 5. Isaac and his sons. Tell stories 10, 11, and 12. 1. What was the name of Abraham's son? Isaac. 2. What was done with Isaac when he was a boy? He was laid on an altar. 3. For what purpose was Isaac laid on the altar? To be given to God. 4. When Isaac grew up, who became his wife? Rebecca. 5. What kind of man was Isaac? He was a good man who loved peace. 6. Who were the two sons of Isaac and Rebekah? Esau and Jacob. 7. To whom did Esau sell his right as the older son? To his brother Jacob. 8. For what price did Esau sell his birthright? For a bowl of food. 9. What else did Jacob get that was meant for Esau? His father's blessing. Lesson 6. Jacob. Tell stories 13 and 14. 1. Who was Jacob? The younger son of Isaac. 2. What did Jacob see in a dream at night when he was going far from his home? A ladder from earth to heaven with angels on it. 3. Whom did Jacob see standing at the top of the ladder? The Lord God. 4. What did God say to Jacob at that time? I am with thee and will keep thee. 5. What promise did Jacob make after he saw the heavenly ladder and heard the voice of God? The Lord shall be my God. 6. What other name was given to Jacob many years afterward? The name of Israel. 7. What does the name Israel mean? The Prince of God. 8. How many sons did Jacob or Israel have? 12. 9. What people came from Jacob or Israel? The children of Israel or Israelites. 
10. What are the Israelites called in the Bible? The people of God. 11. Why are they called the people of God? Because they pray to God when other people are praying to idols. Lesson 7. Joseph in Egypt. Tell stories 15 and 16. 1. Who was Joseph? One of the younger sons of Jacob. 2. How did Jacob feel toward Joseph? He loved Joseph more than his older sons. 3. How did Joseph's older brothers feel toward him? They hated him. 4. How did Joseph's brothers treat Joseph? They sold him for a slave. 5. To what land was Joseph taken and sold? To the land of Egypt. 6. How was Joseph treated as a slave in Egypt? He was put in prison. 7. What is told of Joseph in the prison? The Lord was with Joseph. 8. Who sent for Joseph in the prison? Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. 9. What did Joseph do for Pharaoh? He told him the meaning of his dreams. 10. What did Joseph tell Pharaoh were coming upon the land? 7 years of great plenty. 11. What would come after the seven years of plenty? Seven years of great need. 12. What did King Pharaoh do when he heard these things? He made Joseph ruler over all the land. Lesson 8. Joseph and his brothers. Tell stories 17, 18, and 19. 1. What did Joseph do after he became ruler of Egypt during the seven years of plenty? He saved up all the food. 2. What was done with the food that was saved up by Joseph? The people of Egypt were fed in the years of need. 3. Where were Jacob and his other sons, the brothers of Joseph, living at this time? In the land of Canaan. 4. What did Joseph's brothers do to get food in the time of need? They went down to Egypt. 5. How did Joseph treat his brothers when they came to him? He gave them food but did not tell them who he was. 6. When they came the second time, what did Joseph do? He told them who he was and forgave them. 7. What else did Joseph do for his father and his brothers? He sent for them all to come down to Egypt. 8. How many were the Israelites or people of Israel when they came down to Egypt? 70 people. 9. In what part of Egypt did they live? In the land of Goshen. Lesson 9. The Youth of Moses. Tell story 20. 1. How long did the Israelites stay in Egypt? More than 400 years. 2. How did the Egyptians treat the Israelites while Joseph lived and for a time afterward? They were kind to the Israelites. 3. What became of the Israelites in Egypt? They grew into a great people. 4. How did the king of Egypt, who ruled many years after Joseph's time, treat the Israelites? He was very cruel to them. 5. How did the king treat the Israelites cruelly? He made them work very hard. 6. What order did the king give to keep the Israelites from growing in number? That all their boy babies should be killed. 7. What did one Israelite mother do with her little baby boy? She left him in a little boat on the river. 8. 
who found the baby floating in the river. The daughter of Pharaoh the king. 9. What did the daughter of Pharaoh do with the baby? She made him her own son. 10. What was the name of this boy? Moses. 11. To what land did Moses go after he grew up? To the land of Midian. Lesson 10. The Israelites leaving Egypt. Tell stories 21, 22, and 23. Number 1. How long was Moses in the land of Midian? Forty years. Number 2. What was Moses at that time? A shepherd. Number 3. On what mountain did Moses see a wonderful sight? On Mount Horeb called also Mount Sinai. Number four. What did Moses see on this mountain? A bush and fire, yet not burned up. Number five. What spoke to Moses from the burning bush? The Lord God of Israel. Number six. What did God tell Moses to do? To bring his people out of Egypt. Number seven. Who helped Moses in this work? His brother Aaron. Number eight. Who would not allow the Israelites to go out of Egypt? Pharaoh the king. Number nine. What came upon Pharaoh and the Egyptians until they were willing to let the Israelites go? Many plagues. Number ten. How were the Israelites at last led out of Egypt? By a pillar of cloud and of fire. Lesson eleven. The Israelites in the wilderness. Tell stories twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, and twenty-seven but make the account of the tabernacle very brief. Number one. Through what sea did God lead the Israelites when they came out of Egypt? Through the Red Sea. Number two. Into what land did they go from Egypt? Into the wilderness of the south of Canaan. Number three. What kind of a land was this wilderness? Land without food or water. Number four. What did God give to the people for food while they were in the wilderness? Bread from heaven. Number five. How did God give water to the people? From a rock. Number six. Where did God speak to the people? From Mount Sinai. Number seven. What did God give to the people at Mount Sinai? The Ten Commandments. Number eight. How long was Moses in the mountain with God? Forty days. Number nine. What tent for the worship of God did the Israelites build in the wilderness? The tabernacle. Lesson 12. From the Wilderness to Canaan. Omit stories 28, 29, and 30. Tell stories 31, 32, and 34. Omit story 33. Number 1. To what place did the Israelites go after leaving Mount Sinai? To Cades Barnea, near the land of Canaan. Number 2. Whom did Moses send to go through the land and bring word about it? Twelve men called spies. Number three. What did most of the spies say about the land? That the Israelites could not take it. Number four. Who said that the Lord would help them to go in and take the land? Caleb and Joshua. Number five. Because the people would not believe in God and go into the land, what happened to the Israelites? They were sent back into the wilderness. Number six. How long did they live in the wilderness? Forty years. Number seven. Where did the long journey of the Israelites end? At the river Jordan. Number eight. On what mountain did Moses die? On Mount Nebo. Number nine. 
by what name is moses spoken of in the bible moses the man of god lesson thirteen review of early bible people tell enough of the stories to bring these names to the memory of the children number one who was the first man adam number two who was the first woman eve number three what son of adam and eve killed his brother cain number four what was the name of cain's brother whom he killed abel number five who was the oldest man that ever lived methuselah number six what good man was taken to heaven without dying enoch number seven who built the ark and was saved from the flood noah number eight who believed god and went on a long journey when god sent him abraham number nine who was saved from the wicked city of sodom lot number ten what son of abraham was laid on an altar isaac number eleven what son of isaac sold his birthright for something to eat esau number twelve who saw the heavenly ladder jacob number thirteen what other name was given to jacob israel number fourteen who was sold as a slave but became a prince joseph number fifteen who led the israelites out of egypt moses lesson fourteen review of early bible places number one what place did god give to adam and eve for their home the garden of eden number two on what mountain did the ark rest after the flood? On Mount Ararat. Number three. What great city was built after the flood? Babel or Babylon. Number four. What land was promised to Abraham as his home? The land of Canaan. Number five. What city was destroyed by rain of fire? Sodom. Number six. In what country was Joseph first a slave and then the ruler? Egypt. Number seven. In what part of Egypt did the Israelites live for four hundred years? The land of Goshen. Number eight. Through what sea did God lead the Israelites? Through the Red Sea. Number nine. On what mountain did God give the Ten Commandments? Mount Sinai. Number ten. In what land did the Israelites wander forty years after coming out of Egypt? The wilderness. Number eleven. From what place did Moses send the twelve spies into the land of Canaan, and then afterwards led the Israelites back into the wilderness? From Kadesh Barnea. Number twelve. On what mountain did Moses die? On Mount Nebo. End of section one.